Welcome to another episode of In Moments Like These with David Graham. David is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth of a Mission, Montana. We believe that God is at work, constantly tugging at our hearts, working in and through relationship around us. Join us as we dive into a new devotional, as David shares a lifetime of personal moments and hopes to inspire you to see God the Father at work in your own moments. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of In Moments Like These. It was a mid-afternoon on a clear day in 2010 that Kathy and I and our closest friends, Mike and Judy Carmelich, walked together with a good measure of anticipation through the giant doors of the huge 800-plus-year-old edifice. Commissioned by King Louis VII, the Notre Dame Cathedral was built over a period of almost 100 years, from 1163 to 1250 AD. It has long been considered to be one of the most notable monuments in Paris, France, and in all of Europe for that matter. An extraordinary example of human accomplishment. And it was an accomplishment we didn't want to miss seeing with our own eyes. So we took the opportunity to go inside, 25 of us at a time, to join hundreds more already inside. It was an extremely quiet tour, by the way. No words were spoken by anyone, not out loud anyway, the whole time we were in the famous cathedral. And here are my personal thoughts about our visit to Notre Dame that day. The entire building, both inside and out, with all its countless detailed features, was unlike any building, church or otherwise, that I'd ever seen before. I was impressed, to say the very least. But there was something else going on inside my heart and mind, something that left me feeling a little more contemplative, more lost in thought than I would have expected to be. And when I prayed about my subject matter for this week's episode, it was those moments at Notre Dame and my thoughts back then that came rushing back into my heart and mind again today. I fully respect that you may not feel this way or agree with me, but personally, I couldn't help but think back then and now of the enormous costs, the money and the human effort required over the almost 100 years that the beautiful structure was being built. And just how many of those good people never lived long enough to see their vision accomplished, which had to be disappointing. Isn't it true that we humans want to see the accomplishment of our desires and efforts? Now, I'm not saying that's a wrong thing. It isn't wrong. Not as long as what we want to accomplish and what we strive to accomplish is in step with what God wants us to accomplish. And this is the subject matter I believe I'm to talk about today. I'm currently reading, am nearly finished with, a fascinating book by the well-known pastor, speaker, and best-selling author, John Burke. His book is entitled, Imagine Heaven. I highly recommend it, if you haven't read it already. The back cover reads this way. In Imagine Heaven, Pastor Burke surveys the vast literature on near-death experiences, NDEs for short and then shows the common experiences shared by more than 100 NDEs, including doctors, college professors, bank presidents, people of all ages and cultures, and even blind people, examining these experiences in light of the Bible and showing how they can help us live 
with an eye on eternity. It's a great book, my friend. And there's one particular chapter in the book that grabbed me this last week, and I believe it was highlighted for me by the Holy Spirit for the purpose of this week's episode. It's chapter 17, and its title is Life in Review. And I feel I'm to share a few quotes from it today. Some of the quotes are from people who had genuinely died and after some time returned to life again. Individuals who went through a near-death experience, NDE, and were willing to talk about it. One of the more common experiences shared by individuals during their NDE is referred to as the life review. It's when he or she actually meets and is spoken to by Jesus himself. And before sending them back to life on earth, Jesus lovingly takes them through a review of their life so far. Imagine that. Quoting John Burke now, the life review, according to NDE researchers, has the most dramatic impact on the life of that person. Most experience the life review in God's presence, and he gently guides them to see what really matters in life, showing each one of them that every little action has relational reverberation person to person down through the generations. The experience almost always starts with an all-encompassing question from Jesus himself. They may phrase the question in different ways, but they all hear basically the same thing. Tell me, what have you done with the life I gave you? It isn't said in judgment, it's said in complete love to prompt reflection and learning. Dr. Mary Neal, whose dead body was recovered after 15 minutes of being underwater and came back, said this about her life review, quote, My life was laid bare for all its good and bad. One of the things we did was look back at many, many events throughout my life that I would have otherwise called terrible or sad or bad. And instead of looking at an event in isolation and how it impacted my little world, I had the most remarkable experience of seeing the ripple effects of that event when seen many times removed and how it changed me and others in beautiful ways. Through this experience, I was able to clearly see that every action, every decision, and every human interaction impacts the bigger world in far more significant ways than we could ever be capable of appreciating." End quote. Now Pastor Burke again, quote, I did the funeral for an 18-year-old Ben Breedlove, whose YouTube video of him sharing his NDE the week before his actual death went viral. People Magazine reported on it. Ben's message impacted millions of people around the world. Ben loved God, loved his friends well, and loved life. And I'll never forget hearing about his life review after his NDE. Ben told his sister Allie that every moment he had experienced in his life review played out before him in an instant. And it was, quote, the best feeling. John concludes Ben's stories with the words of Jesus in Matthew 25, 21. To those who are faithful, God will one day say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Ben had simply loved God and loved others well. 
Pastor Burke continues, quote, The world tells us that money matters, power matters, prestige matters, and we drive ourselves crazy trying to prove to one another that we're successful enough and important enough. Yet in the end, it's relationship that truly matters. How ironic that in trying to prove we are worthy of love through accomplishments, we miss accepting God's love and sharing it with those around us. And in the end, that's what matters most for true success. People want to change the world, but they don't want to love their neighbor. We may accomplish big things in the world's eyes, but if we fail to love our families, our neighbors, our coworkers, and those in need whom God puts on our path, we have failed in the primary task God has given us. Jesus tells us that if we love, serve, and care for others, we're actually loving, serving, and caring for Him. In his book, Evidence of the Afterlife, Dr. Jeffrey Long notes that people who have experienced the Life Review found that some of the most seemingly insignificant actions, a small act of kindness, for instance, turned out to be important or meaningful in their own lives or the lives of others. Likewise, people saw in their Life Review that they had overvalued unimportant, insignificant things. Pastor Steve Schrogen was leading a large church, doing lots of good, yet during his NDE, God redirected him. I heard God speak, he said. He told me about my life and all that he wanted to change in it. It was as if we had taken a trip to the woodshed in the most positive sense of the expression. God gave me a number of life-altering, unforgettable messages that I will take to my grave. We did not communicate just with words, but also with memories and images. God let me know how much He valued me. It's almost impossible to describe the perfect sense of acceptance that surrounded me. Yet even in the midst of this very personal embrace, part of me knew that not everything in my life had matched what God had intended for me, and He showed me how He was going to give me another chance. I got the sense that God was going to give me an opportunity to let go of the things that had become idols in my life and allow me to begin to embrace people instead. I was to become the husband and father that I was supposed to be. Right there, back in the ICU ward, I realized that I didn't know the names of any of my children's friends. I was to become the employer, neighbor, and friend that I was intended to be. At this point, Pastor Burke quotes 1 John 4, verse 20. Whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. In this verse, whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be the servant of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 10, 43-45 And here's one last story about Lindy, a woman who attends Pastor Burke's church and who told Pastor Burke about her own NDE experience. One of the things that stood out to him in their conversation was that Lindy had heard a voice she assumed from Jesus, giving another woman a life review. And Jesus said to this other woman, Let's look at the things you've done to serve me, to love other people well, 
Let's look at the relationships in your life and how you love them well, and therefore serve me through them. Soon after, Lindy heard Jesus tell the woman, Welcome home. Thank you for loving me so well throughout your life. Then Lindy recalls, quote, What was interesting is that it was all about relationships. There was nothing about accomplishments, she said. It was nothing about our successes. It was all about how you loved other people. End quote. Thinking back now to our day in Paris, I wonder if any of the architects, engineers, or laborers of Notre Dame had experienced an NDE of their own. If that had happened, would they maybe have looked at their accomplishments in a completely different way? I wonder. Might there have been a change, a redirection in their desires and efforts? I wonder. Consider King David, a man who had a wonderful relationship with God. He had a very deep desire to build a temple for his God. But his God lovingly redirected him. The temple would become his son's assignment. I believe it was David's assignment to finish his life just loving and serving his people well. Dear friend, isn't God wonderful? Isn't he so loving? He's taken the time to enlighten us and then remind us, even in these moments right now, that the key to our fulfillment, the key to our happiness, is thoroughly and completely accomplished by loving him and loving others. Can you say amen? Okay then. Most likely, no NDE necessary. <laughs> now, my friend, let's take advantage of the time we have left on earth and accomplish love. Dear Jesus, you were and you still are the perfect example, and we love you so much for loving us all so much. Holy Spirit, keep reminding my friend and me of our assignment, to love well. Let it be. Thank you for listening to another episode of In Moments Like These with David Graham. And we hope that this podcast and this episode can be another tool and resource to help you in this walk of faith. If this podcast has made a difference in your life, we would love to hear from you. Visit us online at inmomentslikethese.com. That's inmomentslikethese.com.